Sports listeners, this is your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. It's a whole hour of Santa Barbara teen athletes and all those people and businesses that support those teen athletes. We're all here together. I'm so excited. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy 14th. And it's kind of cool in a way because we have an extension for those who panic around this time, like me. (laughs) So I think this is a blessing. See, it's just another blessing of the shut-in. What I wanted to do is we have a full house again today, but I always want to start off with our queen team, Aber Burford in Montecito, California, our UCLA now at home Stut. Well, she's being homeschooled from UCLA. That's that's a cool concept. How you doing, Ava? I'm good. Thanks so much again for having me. I love being here. It's so much better than my Zoom classes. <laughs> so how's that working for you? I mean, you've been online now, what, for three weeks? So and then, you know, I need you to be the voice of all everybody. I mean, I'm sure if you had a chance tomorrow to go back to school, you'd be out of there, right? Yeah, it's been good. Um you know, like it's all an adjustment, like everything um, that's going on right now. But it really hasn't been that bad. A couple of my teachers pre-record lectures. So it's really um, you kind of telling yourself that you have to do the work and more so keeping yourself on track. But it's honestly not that bad. It's kind of nice being with my family and having family dinners and breakfasts and really unifying with like the Burford pack again. So that's been really awesome because we haven't had all six of us home in the past couple years. Um, so it's nice to have my sister home from college, me be home. So just all trying to look at the positive aspects of it. Hi, Ava, this is Dominique. So during this uh, period of a, of a lock-in, mm-hmm. uh, there are things that you're going to want to keep going on after we all gain our freedom, now that, now that you've had this extreme uh, experience? Um, we prob- probably just... Um, really prioritizing my family time um, because we're not going to get this time back. And um, I really want to make sure I can like connect with my family and be there and not miss out while I'm here. So just prioritizing family dinners and my whole family has been really active. We have one of those Peloton bikes and I swear the thing is smoking. Everyone's on it 24 seven. It's been really fun to, you know, get active. And now we're all having like who has, the biggest abs contest and it's definitely my brothers who are water polo players um but just you know um also i really don't want to keep baking as much as i do because people warned me about the freshman 15 in college but it's definitely like the quarantine 20 on our house um but you know the exercise should be balancing it out um so just probably just staying active and um really you know being with my family which has been really awesome emily do you have a question for ava what has been the most challenging piece of this whole distance learning thing and also we have a senior on here that i have a guest and has a, a senior in high school so what would your recommendation be for this senior who is going to be moving into the place that you are in you know moving into college and education that kind of thing what would be your recommendation and suggestion for this this senior that we're going to hear from shortly 
His name is Raul, by the way. Oh, hi, Raul. Um, I would highly recommend um, mapping out your weeks and saying, okay, I need to do these classes today and this homework and um, really kind of have like start your month with a monthly calendar and then orient yourself with what's due when. Because the, I think the biggest challenge for me is I'm not walking to my classes every day and I'm not getting that like physical as physical experience of like being in the classroom and learning so I just really have to keep my trap myself on track but um I feel planning everything out making lists and just checking in every day on like your classes websites emailing your teachers right away if you have a question um I know some people um, make group chats in their classes and have study groups through Zoom or other things for more challenging classes, um, but really just trying to stay on top and plan out ahead as much as you can and then staying on top of all your work as well. That is a fantastic suggestion, not only for the students, but for us who are needing to plan out our days too. So thank you so much, Ava. That was really, really helpful. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> and we like to take credit for her maturity. <laughs> That's right. I mean, when the first time I ever met Ava, basically, I think I just, mom probably thought I was some kind of stalker. No, oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't remember that. That was amazing. Yeah, you were a freshman, and as soon as you opened your mouth, I mean, I about dropped, I fell on the floor, and then I just whispered <laughs> mom, I go, you know, this is, I know exactly how to talk to a mom. This <laughs> really good four years on her college resonates. <laughs> Playing the violin to be a, a broadcaster, and, uh, and we we both know how gifted she is. <laughs> oh my gosh! Thank oh, you. Oh great! All right, so let's do this. Let's get to Ed Langlow. We have a little piece that he does every single week. Very blessed to have Ed in the house. If only I'd known. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, I do have a if only I'd known segment that I modified to kind of fit the theme of what's happening with us today. If only I'd known as a mentor's moment with the teens with us remotely as well as those listening in on the radio. And today's segment is accepting things you cannot change. God grant me serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, Accepting hardship as a pathway to peace. That was about half of what's known as Serenity Prayer. It was written by Reinhold Niebuhr sometime in the 1930s. <laughs> if only I had known Serenity Prayer when I was young, I could have nurtured more happiness into my life. Now, I know this segment is about dealing with changes that we've uh, already determined that you cannot change, but the wisdom to know the difference and then the courage to change the things you can should really be first on your list. Believe in yourself. You might be surprised at how you can bring about change. But it's uh, as we talked about in the a past segment on change, when you can't get the toothpaste back in the tube, sometimes it's best to accept what's already happened. <laughs> or as I tell myself sometimes when I have trouble swallowing it, Ignore the things you cannot change. Don't let them eat you up inside. Remember, nothing that happens to you has any meaning except the meaning you give it. If you give an experience a tragic meaning, then it will be a tragedy. 
But if you look at it at the beneficial parts, like a lesson learned, then that's what it'll become. Even this virus that's influenced our lives so much today, we should use our wisdom to recognize and accept the bits we cannot change, like the fact that it exists, courage to change the thing can, like with distancing and hand washing, and serenity to recognize the silver linings, like a return to family dining and conversation, and a reminder of how important your health is. Uh, if you're healthy right now, give thanks for that health. Promise you this, life can be tough. Challenging things will happen to you. It's how you deal with those things that will determine how they will affect your life. If you master that, a much happier life for it. I'm Ed Langlo, and I'll see you next time on If Only I Had Known. Yeah, I love it. Hey, uh, we've, got, we've got a little bit of time here, and I wanted to bring in Michelle Myring. Michelle, we had a little conversation. I'd rather have it come from you. What's going on in the nonprofit world? Michelle Myring for PAL. How are you doing, Michelle? Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me this rainy day. Um, so PAL is closed. The teen center is closed, but we are still providing some virtual programming for our kids, um, which is really important. You know, schools have gone online. Um, many of our kids, PAL was their support system. And with the closure of the teen center, it's really important that we stay connected um, keep the families up to date on what's going on in the community and just really trying to positively engage with our teams. They're really a, a vulnerable group stuck at home, sometimes not in favorable living situations. Um, so that's what we've really been trying to do is, is stay engaged with our teens. Yeah, this is the thing that I wanted to bring up. You know, of course, Erica's always got to, you know, take the Band-Aid off. Um, your two biggest fundraisers are this month and next month. So tell me what's, what's going to happen. I mean, not, not, you know, we have over 2000 nonprofits in Santa Barbara and I can only imagine this is the time and space, uh, in our town where there's always a party to go to every single weekend. So wh what, what are we going to do? Well, um, our, both of our events are canceled. The, the major gala is completely canceled. We won't post that again until next April. Our golf tournament, we're looking to postpone until September. But it, I mean, it's really tough. We have, um, we do have a campaign going right now, 20 for 2020. So if you're looking at, you know, supporting our organization, you can go on our webpage, www.sbpal.org and do $20 a month. That will, will help, really help. If we get 100 people doing $20 a month, that's really going to help us provide these resources and keep, you know, be able to open our doors when this is over. We have this week alone, 50 students were impacted through PAL programs virtually. Music lessons, leadership, talking about resiliency. Um, we have a board member that's doing an online workshop with our kids on resiliency and in vocalizing your fears. So it's important. All right. Well, twenty dollars a month—that's two Starbucks trips, folks. Everybody's got maybe a, you know an opportunity to participate in this um, amazing, spectacular program that actually is not funded by the city. Um, 
It is all by uh, the grace and generosity of this city that it sustains itself. So anyway, think about that. Let's take a little break. This is Erica Salt of the community. We'll be back with a great show today after these messages. And this is a Santa Barbara Chin Sports Radio. I am your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Yeah, batter, batter. Okay. My next batter. <laughs> I'm really excited. Emily, we love you. You're such a joy for the show. You're so positive. So who'd you bring this week? I am so excited. Hello, everyone. This is Emily from Find Your Song. I am so thrilled to introduce my two guests today. The first one is an amazing woman. I met her a year and a half ago at a business conference in Phoenix, Arizona. And honestly, the very best thing about the conference was making this lifelong friendship with Erica Lopez, who is my guest for today. And she has brought her student, Raul Lorenzano. I apologize if I mispronounce that. But anyway, Erica and I have been having these weekly phone conversations where we are just digging and diving in into how to make ourselves better and how to help heal the world. So we, she has been an English teacher at Sure High School in the silly in the city of Montebello for the last twenty three years and that in itself is pretty amazing to work with teenagers in that capacity i know her personally as one of the most compassionate inspiring encouraging human beings that i've ever met she is and teachers are oftentimes the best learners right because they never stop learning and that is definitely erica lopez she has brought, brought her student today raul lorizano who is a current senior at sure high school in her class and he's participated in the avid program in the vocal ensemble and played football and what i would like to do with the segment today is i would love erica for you to share your perspective as a high school educator during this during this pandemic and what has been what are you learning in terms of how to keep the kids on board and engaged? Michelle was talking earlier about the challenges that are going on at home. And I know you care so deeply about your students. You wrote this incredible letter to try to get them to stay on board and to graduate and all that kind of stuff. So love to hear, first of all, Erica, your perspective about that. And then to welcome on your guest, Raul, and to hear his perspective as being a student in all of this. So let's, uh, let's welcome our two guests, Erica and Raul. Hi, I'm Erica Lopez. I'm so grateful to be here, you guys. This is a beautiful show. I'm so impressed by the messages that you guys are sharing with these teens that definitely need the support. Um, well, the hardest thing for me as a teacher um, is not being able to see my students. I have very strong connections with a lot of my students. Um, it's not just English, it's about their life or what's going on with them or what's happening. And it's very difficult to do it virtually um, and try to stay connected with them. Um, I've had to adapt and change. Um, I am not assigning, like 
once this happened, I made a realization that I can't do the same thing and expect my kids to perform at the same level. And I think that's a lot of mistakes that a lot of teachers sometimes make. And I mean, I can say I'm one of those people where they want to do the same thing, the same way it was done. But in situations like this, you have to adapt and change. And one of the first things that I did is um, I, I got rid of my, my daily journal. And the reason that I did that is even though I love giving them the journals is that I understand their dynamic. A lot of my kids, you know, they're working because their parents lost their job or um, they have a one bedroom living with seven people, so they don't have the conducive environment. So what I've had to really shift for me is give assignments with purpose. See, um, the beauty of all this and the blessings that we've gotten from this is that there's been a lot of um, trainings that have been offered um, from different people. Just last week, there was a, a, a famous teacher, Kelly Gallagher, who goes and speaks, and he gave a training. And one of the things that he said was, you have to engage make them critical think and write. And so sometimes you have to throw out the curriculum and start having them do just those three things so that you can not give them a hundred assignments and just give them those things and have them think. One of the things that I'm doing also is I'm meeting with them uh, through Zoom because I need to see their faces. Yesterday was the first time that I met with, with my kids and I wanted to cry, but I'm like, no, I can't cry. <laughs> Because if I cry, then they're going to cry. And no, we're going to leave this Zoom call in a positive, in a positive, and we're going to be okay. So I think for me, the hardest thing has been not to see them every day, not to encourage them every day, not to look at them and say, how was your day? Um, and just really changing my, my whole curriculum, because it's more about getting them to do those three things, uh, read write and critically think as an English teacher. Um, another thing has been the companies. I'm, I'm so touched by a lot of companies that are giving free services for, for us as teachers um, that I'm blown away. You know, right now there's companies who are price gouging and these companies are offering their services for free. And, and I'm, I'm touched by that. I'm touched by the communities. There's um, ERWC training that they're offering. There's four sessions and there's all this training that they're offering virtually to support us. And, you know, I think that the thing that's helped me survive this because it's been really hard has been I have one of the best English departments. We all have a thread and we text each other on a daily and we're, we're checking in with each other. And if we have a problem and it doesn't has necessarily have to be a education problem, it could be a, a personal problem and we're all there for each other. And I think that's how we've been able to survive. Uh, but I, what I do want to say to the students is that, you know, they have to take ownership of their education. They are responsible. And I think they need to focus on their learning more than ever um, and the resilience you know they're going to graduate without a teacher and you can and that's priceless you know the experience and what they're um, going through when they get through this because this is going to end they're going to be so much stronger because of it for the parents I, I really hope that they give their kids patience because it's very difficult for them to be stuck at home and sometimes in dire living situations and still perform at a higher, le a higher level. And for the teachers, just keep going and keep trying. You'll touch, you'll touch your kids if you keep trying. So that's pretty much what I have to say. Um, if you have any questions, I'm more than 
glad to answer. Fantastic. Thank you so much. That was so inspiring, Erica. <laughs> that was fabulous. I would love now to hear from your student, Raul. I, we know that he's a current senior in her class, that he is in vocal ensemble and played volleyball. So Raul, could you give us your perspective of this learning experience for you right now? Sure. Hi. I'm sure. Um, my experience with the distance learning is okay for the most part. I mean, it's just like school, except now you just have to balance your schoolwork with housework at the same time. But I wish I had a bow schedule at my house, actually, so I knew what to work on at what times, because I'm all over the place, honestly. But other than that, it's been okay. Um, you know, it sucks that we're in this situation right now, but I agree with Ms. Lopez. We're going to become stronger because of this. We're gonna thrive from this. This is that's hey hey guys, this is Erica. Erica, first off, we I so commend you for everything that you're doing and to be able to make this shift. I mean you are definitely it's you know it's almost being channeled to you, I'm sure, of being a lifelong learner. But we have Ava Burford on the phone, UCLA freshman. Ava, do you have any questions? I was wondering um for um both you two um are i think it's incredible how um you're doing um personal zoom calls with all your students i think that's so awesome i wish i had a relationship like that with any of my college teachers or frankly any of my high school teachers um is this something that you decided to do independently do you know of other people in your department or school who are doing this and raul how has had that helped you just stay connected with school and um further build your relationship well since this whole um social distance distancing happened um the zoom calls really help you know it's a way of communicating it makes it feel a little less like a change in a way because i still see my teachers i still see some of my friends and it's just been that's honestly what's helped me get through all this like that's awesome. yeah that's great erica so was this uh done through the district or you just said hey i'm gonna I'm, I'm, you know i'm doing it right now i'm, I'm, I'm talking to my kids well um i actually <laughs> i kind of put myself in this predicament, I enrolled 10 students um, at the local community college. So I started doing the Zoom calls with them first because I needed to make sure that they were taking these college courses and I needed to make sure they were on track. So I started with them first um, with, and there's 10 of them. Um, they're taking political science and humanities um, because, you know, if you're a high school student, you can enroll in community college and it's free. So um, I got 10 in, enrolled, and so I started with them. And so I've been really connected with them. I make sure that they're taking their test. Um, I make sure... I make sure that they're on top of their assignments. Um, and so I'm, I'm with, I'm really connected to them. Raul is one of the students who's taking political science right now. Um, and then we got a memo from our district encouraging us uh, to meet with our students once a week. Um, and that's when I started the Zoom calls as well. But there's other people in, in our department who are doing Zoom calls. There's a Japanese teacher that meets with her kids three times a week. Um, there's government and Egon teachers that meet with their kids. So I think it's really important. Um, I think for me yesterday when I saw their faces, I was so happy to see them well. But at the same time, it just kind of got emotional for me because I miss them so much. Wow. And I didn't realize how much you miss them 
until until you see them and it's like you want to go and hug them but you can't because you're in through the computer but um but yeah no i i'm scheduling the zoom calls um once a week uh for all my classes thank you erica so much we're going to take a little bit of break please you guys stand by and listen to the rest of the show i think you're going to find it fascinating and also ava i'm going to put this out to your brothers for you for your brothers if they're not on zoom I would be going and, and uh, making that happen because if anybody can get what you help get straws out of this town, I'm sure you can get Zoom if your boy, if your brother's not on Zoom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll take a little break. This is Erica Salter, the Queen of Team. We'll be back with more after these messages. This is a Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio. I am your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Woo! Christine Marie is in the house, and she's got a fascinating guest. I'm really excited about this. Christine Marie. Hi, I'm so excited about this guest today. Um, I first met her many, many years ago when I was a kindergarten teacher, actually, looking for a singing class. And I didn't quite understand what she did, so I didn't stay in the class. But um, about 12 years later, during a big transition in my life, um, I attended one of um, Dr. Gwendolyn McClure's vocal sound healing classes. And she is a vocal sound healing practitioner. Uh, She's a PhD in clinical psychology, and she is amazing. The work that she does is so powerful. She, you know, she... She uses, I think I have, I have her bio here, so what she says for herself is through heart, intuition, mind, songs, and vocal sounds, Gwendolyn transmits the vibrational frequency of unconditional love to awaken and inspire people to commit to their healing journey in this body and in this lifetime. And I found that she helps, her work helped me so powerfully through some tra- major transitions that I had, um, really from about 2011 even into now, there's been some big changes for me. And um, so it's about the power of the voice and how it can actually help us break through our own blocks, our own voice. She helps people use their own voices to break through their blocks. And she also does amazing work to help with her voice and her songs. Um, uh, people do their blocks. So um, Dr. Gwendolyn, um, welcome to the show. Yes, I am here with you all and happy to be here. and. Hi, this is Dominique. We would love to know maybe the, the main points that you're sharing with people to help them through this right now pretty critical time. What I'd like to do first is I'd like to sing a song and um, then you will have an embodied experience of my work and you begin to have a healing experience this very moment. Would that be acceptable? Yes, yes, that would be wonderful, Dr. Gwendolyn. Thank you. Thank you. To prepare for this, what I recommend is that every single person who's listening to my voice, since I am the one now that will be singing, it is okay for you to completely relax your body and begin the process of opening up the abdomen and why I talk about the abdomen is because when we loosen the abdominal muscles, when we inhale, 
in and of itself, the act of opening the breath and opening the abdominal muscles and relaxing the entire torso and pelvic girdle, it assists us to connect more deeply with our, in my opinion, with our deeper soul, with, with our deeper emotional truths, and to relax into that. In addition, as I'm singing, please imagine that you're inhaling the healing energy of this song. I know that sounds kind of funny, <laughs> like, but it, but it's true. It, it's as though healing itself is a co-creative process. You are very important, and you have the power to open yourself up like a flower to the sun with your breathing, slow, deep, rhythmic, relaxed breathing, so that as the song comes in, you're actually kind of getting to that more innocent, core, surrendered self that is ready to simply receive the love that's going to be coming through my voice. Okay, very good. Be still and know that day and night. Be still and know that dark and light. Or walk, holy circle. Be still and know that day and night. Be still and know that dark and light. Oh, 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 Be still and know that day and night. Be still and know that dark and light. Oh, 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 super cool actually <laughs> i was staring at this like glow lamp one of all those like lava rock things and i went away but i'm back now thankfully <laughs> i was like goodness i might not come back um this is fantastic thank you so much do you have a and i haven't had a chance to go look at it, but i'm sure all your stuff is online is that correct you can find me at vocalsoundhealer.com and you can email me at Gwendolyn at vocalsoundhealer.com. And I do have a YouTube channel. So if you go to youtube.com type in Gwendolyn McClure, you will see my face 
I'm wearing a blue and white and kind of pinkish shirt with long brown hair. And you can click on videos, and I have a series of instructional videos on how to heal with vocal sound. And I also have many, many songs, healing songs, that you can listen to for free. And then I do have two CDs, Lullabies for the Heart and Songs for the Earth, which you can find at cdbaby.com. Great. Thank you, doctor, so much. This was amazing. Let me take a couple of minutes break, and then we're going to be back with Mark in these messages. We are back, and this is a Santa Barbara Chin Sports Radio. I am your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. Oh, we've got Erica with a K. I think, Erica, do you have a K in your name or a C when you say your name? A C. Oh, I'm a C too. Okay, my twin. All right, Erica with a C, like me, um, has a question. Hi, uh, doc, Dr. Gwendolyn. I'm asking you a question because um, I have a three-year-old um, and I noticed last night that he's been clenching his teeth at night, like grinding his teeth. And since you do all this healing, um, you know, therapy with everybody what would you suggest for a three-year-old well the first thing that comes to my mind is that i think it would be helpful to download the lullabies for the heart cd because i have heard that it does wonders for actually all ages especially lately i've been hearing uh parents telling me that they put the CD on and their child completely relaxed. So that's one thing is you want to generate a baseline of relaxation. And so that might be a nice thing to download. And from, as I was mentioning earlier, from the CD baby site, Mm -hmm. and you can find it by searching lullabies for the heart. What you're looking for is, to connect heart to heart with your three-year-old. Place your hand on your own heart. Place your hand on your three-year-old's heart. Do your own deep breathing. Ask him, is it a him? Yes. Or her? It's a him. To mimic you, practice with you. Mm -hmm. So you want to get into a rhythm that together your breathing is entering the rhythmic waves of the ocean to the shore Mm -hmm. and back out to the sea. So you're embodying that, you're leading that, you're connected to your heart, to your love for him. You're mm-hmm. grounding yourself into the earth. It's nice with the lullabies because that will assist you to relax completely. And then you're guiding him to relax his belly, his heart, and to take deep breaths with you. And maybe even allow some audible sighing uh, like that. And that what that does is when we open our mouths and allow an audible sigh or a sound, we're clearing away stress from the body. That's fascinating. That is amazing. Thank you. Um, I, you know, I'm just getting I hate here, Dr. Gwendolyn. You're very intuitive, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I, could, I almost could see you see the her son, and then I just think how you just dialed into the whole situation. It's amazing. 
So again, thank you so much and please come back. I'd love to have you as a regular and I'm so blessed that we've had opportunity to meet you today. And again, I'll, I'll put all your contact information on the show. We'll send it on over to you. So thank you again. Woo, Dr. Yay. Yay. Um, okay, so mm-hmm. now I want to jump over. You're most yeah, I want to jump over to Richard Ellsworth and Dr. Brian Fult. Dr. Doctor, by the way, Doctor of Chinese Medicine and uh, he is also has a, a PhD in depth psychology. How you guys doing? Very good. Thanks, Erica. Oh, wow. excellent. Hey, all right. So we'll do the the um, grounding with Doctor with uh, Doctor Brian, and then we'll do some supplements with uh, Richard. And I think you guys will play off to each other really well because um, you've got a whole healing pharmacy uh, at your uh, office that I'm taking pleasure in uh dr brian so your supplements uh, are amazing we take them so take it away okay thanks for having me erica um perhaps you could ask maybe a specific question um the health field is is quite large and there's a lot of things um i could speak on is there anything in particular you're curious about yeah uh, this is dominique hi brian hi dominique <laughs> uh so a lot of people are trying to figure out what preventative things that they should be doing. And um, in our household, we were making use of a wonderful Chinese herb called Gin Chow. And you had a very interesting comment that you don't necessarily want to take some of the herbs every day, but you just want to hang on to them and use them when you actually have symptoms. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, Let me back up just a bit uh, for uh, speaking about prevention. Uh, which is a huge topic, actually. Um, I'll just kind of give some some highlights. Uh, if if what we're concerned about here is in the big picture, not getting sick, not dying. From my perspective, the most important thing is is keeping a strong immune system. And there's many ways of doing that, and there's many ways of weakening your immune system. So, to me, that's the primary um, area to focus on. The number one thing. Uh, for strengthening and and protecting yourself is sleep and it's free. Um, And we're having an opportunity now to rest more. Um, Millions of Americans suffer from insomnia and poor sleep. uh, So that's, that's a problem even in these slow, slow times. But um, that's the number one thing for strengthening the immune system is sleep, but before supplements and herbs even. So I just wanted to preface that. The second thing is, is minimizing stress, um, which is, challenging right now, but that might include not watching the news, um, even going online. So those are the two biggest things. After that, food and diet is is third. And then fourths are herbs and supplements, in my opinion. So when you get into herbs, it's fourth in line, in, in my opinion, um, starting with sleep, uh, stress, and then and food and diet. Um, from a diet perspective, the, me- the, main, the main thing is minimizing sugar and dairy. Um, with lung infections, cold, and and mucus forming foods like ice cream is probably the worst thing you could eat, especially before bed. It creates congestion and phlegm in, in the lungs, and that's what people, are, you know, later stages of the coronavirus is getting um, congestion in the lungs with mucus. So minimizing sugar and dairy um, are probably the two biggest dietary things. Um, fresh air is also important. Everyone's staying inside, but we need fresh air. Uh, so doing what you can to go outside and breathe fresh air. So really basic kind of things. Um, and then moving into the herb area, there's all kinds of herbs and supplements. I mean, that's a whole nother realm, but the formula you spoke about yin chow, it's a, 
best formula for early stage um, symptoms of itchy, scratchy throat, um, slight, slight heat. There are a lot of other good formulas as well. Um, but like anything, if you take, if you overtake something for a long period of time, um, the body does start to um, use it in different ways. And so it's good to mix, mix up your herbs and supplements, whatever you're taking to, you know, mix tea tree, just d different things. Um, so the body has multiple uh, remedies to, to block off um, infections and also strengthen the immune system. So um, that's just kind of my big over overview of, of um, pre prevention. Brian, are you seeing clients? I'm open for business, but few people are taking advantage of that. Really? Well, I'll be calling you next week. Anytime. Yes, I, I mean it. What's your contact information? Um, I'm in Carpinteria. My clinic's in Carpinteria. My phone number is 805-223-0915. And my email is drbrianfalk at gmail.com. Yeah, because I know you got a little bit of vampire in you. And I got this little thing on my leg and I want to get rid of it. And I know it's bloodletting. You know, I'm into the whole thickness of that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, by, by the way, like another really, another really important remedy is sweating. So if you have access to a sauna, Sweating is very, very important, especially for venting infections in the lungs. So if you do have early stage um, viral infections, sweating in a sauna can be really, really helpful. Awesome. All right. I got the smushy sign three times, so I'm going to let you go. And then, uh, Richard, we're going to start with you. The last uh, section right after these messages. This is a Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio. I am your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Woo! Now we got Richard Ellsworth, my cleanup batter, to take the show home. What are you going to talk to us about? Well, so um, I'd like to uh, just revisit um, diet again, just briefly, um, and mention that um, probably the most important thing we can be doing dietarily um, is eating our root vegetables. Um, and then I also want to go off what, what, um, what Brian was talking about as far as sleeping, um, totally a number one priority. Um, and as far as supplements go, you know, a, a lot of us have trouble sleeping and there are certain things we can do from a supplement perspective to help with that. Um, melatonin is a really, really big one. Uh, melatonin is um, not only really helpful for um, sleep, um, and also has a, having a very high safety profile, but it's also anti-inflammatory. It's an antioxidant molecule, um, helps to reduce vessel permeability, anxiety, um, sedation use, and just improves overall sleep quality, um, which can be really helpful for people who are worried about their immune systems or people who may already have the coronavirus. Um, so the other types of things we can be doing for uh, respiratory health for, from a supplement standpoint are things like andrographis, passion flower, olive leaf, um, N-acetylcysteine, which is a precursor to glutathione, which is the master detoxer in our body. Um, that can be really important. Um, from a homeopathic standpoint, if we start to develop a fever, we can take belladonna fairly quickly. Um, if we start to have aches and pains, roost tox might be a good remedy. Um, we can also take gelsemium if we end up with sort of weakness and chills. Um, and then also CoQ10 is a great antioxidant that we can be taking that supports the nervous system. Thank you so much, Richard. Woo! Yeah! 
Say something so I can just think about. It's always the end of the show that I always think about. So that's why I'm throwing you in there. All right, Erica. This has been an amazing show. So happy to be here. Thank you to all the guests. I feel that we we talked about this idea. Thank you, Dr. Gwendolyn, for the power of song that you brought to the show. And I really believe that song, music is a metaphor, and song is a metaphor for the essence of who you are. And so we're talking a lot about healing and taking care of ourselves and the immune system, how powerful it is to love, to love ourselves, to honor the unique essence of who we are and to express that in the world. And I think this is a great platform for doing that for us together. So I'm just sending loving, healing, musical vibes out to everyone in the world. And uh, thank you very much. Woo! Gotta love! And don't forget, you gotta breathe. We're done. Santa Barbara, we love you. Please check us out next week. Like us on Facebook. 